think of all the great names that are associated with not just Michigan, but the metro Detroit area, Detroit itself. We're talking Verners, Strohs, Sanders, Morley, all great companies. But what happened to those magnificent names and those heritage names, those trademark names? Well, we just found out this week that Ari Bakeries, a 113-year-old business, is closing its doors. It has been a local institution, and now it's going to be gone. That name that not only was part of our childhoods, but the childhoods of our parents and grandparents here in the metro area, it's going to be gone. They've decided to close up production due to growing production costs and declining interest in sweets. Can you believe that? Something's wrong in the world if we're losing interest in sweets, right? Well, nonetheless, the business is closing. So what does that mean for the name Ari? We wanted to get a little more info on the business behind the marketing uh, thinking behind these heritage names and what happens to them. We couldn't think of a better person to talk to than Andrea Bightley, Vice President of Communications and Marketing for the Michigan Retailers Association. Hi, Andrea. Glad you could join us. I know you've talked to us before. Yeah. Hi, Marie. It's great to be on. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. When we're talking about these heritage names, like, again, I'll go through them. We're talking, now I know Verner's is still made. You can still buy Stroh's. Sanders is still around in some products. Morley is still around. The name is around, but not like it used to be, not with its clear connection to Detroit or the region. What are we losing when we lose these names, these companies lose these names? So years and years of marketing and brand management go into a name for a company. Mm -hmm. And so often it's someone's last name. Um, If we just think about a few other Detroit companies that we missed, uh, Hudson's uh, obviously is one of them. And we still talk about the Hudson site um, because it is so ingrained in our memory. Iconic. Um, Iconic, exactly. And the same with Kmart. huge Michigan presence for so, so, so long, but it they didn't make it. Um, the cost of a name is something that even some insurance companies will insure because it is so valuable. Um, but if you look at some of the other iconic Michigan, Detroit, I should say, brands that have stayed alive and stayed with us and grown and changed with the times, you'd be remiss if you didn't mention Carhartt. Um, Carhartt has grown and changed and they are a fan favorite of, uh, rappers and farmers, um, a pretty diverse group. Um, and they have really kept that family name and that family business going and we all buy it (laughs) because we trust it. And that's really what branding comes down to. You know, I know I could go to Ari's and get that amazing windmill cookie. I know I could do it. We trust that. We trust those brand names. So, you know, companies spend not just millions, they literally spend billions of dollars on uh, the marketing and the brand. Now they call it, you know, the branding. Uh, so, you know, what we, we learned all about that when we watched Mad Men, right? Uh, this, oh, yeah. this concept of branding that, that it be, I mean, some companies only dream of having a name like Ari or having a, a name like Hudson's 
or any one of the ones that I named. And sometimes companies just like give it away. I, you know, most recently, the one that I think of is Beaumont Hospital changing its name to Corwell. That was a business decision due to a merger that happened. And Beaumont not only has a heritage uh, name here in southeast Michigan, but it actually has a historical reference to the state of Michigan. Dr. Beaumont uh, conducted medical research on Mackinac Island uh, a couple of centuries ago. So this this has a this has a long, rich history. That name, because com- companies spend billions of dollars doing this, sometimes they just give it away. Is I mean that just seems like the wrong move. Well. It's happening globally, as we all see with uh, Twitter, now known as X. X, um, yes. Sometimes, <laughs> yes. Sometimes new owners come in and they say, um, you did a nice thing with that name for so long, but we're going to redo this company and we're going to take it down a different path. And it doesn't make sense to keep that brand. Um, other times you have companies that come in, for example, another sort of Michigan connection here. Overstock just became um, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, They bought out another famous brand that they are going to roll with their name. Um, Brands are, it's an incredibly expensive investment to create that trust, to create that, you know, legacy of service and quality. Um, And sometimes you get a, a new owner that just decides it's not worth it. Um, those of us in marketing and, and branding kind of cringe when we hear that um, <laughs> because because some of us have spent years, if not decades of our lives, um, trying to create those brands and trying to win consumers' hearts over to have a trust in a name. Um, and Detroit has had so many trusted names and brands that have come through our city and you know some of them have survived we've mentioned a few here just now and some of them um sadly are are not with us anymore i mean it boggles my mind uh that no one would be interested in desserts uh, anymore oh, i know but, Can you... <laughs> but it's clear that people are are maybe spending less of their hard-earned dollars on sweet products uh, they're spending more on staples. Uh, it's something we're seeing broadly in this economy. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, I work with the Michigan Retailers Association, and our economy has really shifted, and we're keeping an eye on grocery prices. We're keeping an eye on fun products that people, you know, make an extra, you know, little spending on. It's changing. The world is changing. The economy is changing. Uh, it's funny that you should mention uh, Carhartt when you were talking about Carhartt, and I'm thinking of Aubrey here being a 113-year-old company. Carhartt is brilliant in my in my personal opinion because uh, they change. You know, it's hard for companies, especially older companies, established companies, to change. Right to change their focus, to change their point of view. But the ones with vision are ones like Carhartt, where they realize. We need to get that new audience. We need to keep our old audience, i.e. the farmer in Carhartt's case. We need to continue to make quality products that these people will buy. But how can we appeal to another audience? And they did it so, so, so successfully. That is really, I mean, that's got to be in a marketing textbook somewhere. (laughs) It absolutely has to be. It's it's farmers. It's 
um, like an urban flavor. And then it's people like me, you know, millennial office workers who just really like uh-huh. to be comfy and cozy in a Carhartt hoodie. Um, <laughs> because the product gives you, um, you know, you trust it. And right. that's what it comes down to. And the same with Verner's, you know, maybe they haven't changed the formula and I'm not sure how many ever, maybe. Yeah, maybe ever. <laughs> it always tastes the same. It always tastes the same. And it always reminds you of, you know, being a little kid homesick from from school and, you know, your mom giving you a little Verner's to make and, your tummy feel And better. I always say that the true test of a Detroiter is if you can just drink a Verner's without coughing. So that's the true test <laughs> there. All right. And Andrea Bightley, Vice President of Communications and Marketing, Michigan Retailers Association. Have a great afternoon and we'll continue here on WJR.